Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Adam Talks, a podcast that takes an alternative look at retirement. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. Today's episode, I want to talk about the best IRA tax deadline tips for 2020. May 17th is quickly approaching, and not only is tax time, taxes due, tax return, or extension must be filed for your individual tax return, your 1040. It's also 2020 IRA contribution deadline time. So you have the ability to contribute up to six or $7,000 if you're over 50 to a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA, potentially, which we'll get to in a minute. And here are some tips for figuring out what you can contribute and what makes sense. One note is that if you haven't filed your business tax return yet or filed an extension, you may still be able to set up a SEP IRA or a solo 401k or 401k for your business and make contributions for the 2020 taxable year. But we'll get there in a minute. So the first thing you need to know about making IRA contributions is you need earned income. And earned income is essentially wages, salaries, tips, um, bonuses, commissions, or net earnings from self-employment. Okay, it does not include passive income, like interest, dividends, rental, royalties, pensions, annuities, social security, unemployment benefits, alimony, child support. So you need earned income, generally compensation for services. What happens if you don't have any income but your spouse does? Well, good news. You can piggyback off your spouse so long as they've earned at least 12 or 14,000 bucks and make contributions in your IRA, in your name, based off your spouse's income. So that's a really cool, opportunity that you can take advantage of it. So what happens if you have access to a 401k at work? Are there any limitations on how much you can contribute to a pre-tax IRA? Remember, there's two types of IRAs. Pre-tax traditional IRA, where you get a tax deduction for what you put in, six or 7,000 if you're over 50. But if you take the money out before 59 and a half, taxes due, plus a 10% early distribution penalty, if you take the money out after 59 and a half, just tax. Age 72, you have to take what's called required minimum distributions, which is approximately three or so percent of your account, which needs to be paid in tax as a taxable distribution. Roth IRA, it's kind of the flip. Created in 1997, Senator Roth. It's an after-tax account, so no tax deduction. So long as you're over 59 and a half, the Roth's been open at least Five years, never pay tax on what you pull out. Contributions can also always be taken out anytime you want. No tax, no penalty, and no required minimum distributions when you're over 72. So kind of the flip of the pre-tax IRA. So let's start with the traditional IRA, which is the most popular. There are income limitations on actually your ability to make a pre-tax IRA contribution. Most people aren't aware of this, but... If you're single and you have access to an employer plan, 401k, 403b, 457, even if you don't make contributions to that employer 401k, but you have access to it, 
If you make more than 76K, you cannot do a pre-tax IRA. We'll see soon you may be able to do a Roth. If you're married with your own 401k and you make more than 125,000, can't do a pre-tax IRA. If you're married, your spouse has a 401k. If you make more than 208,000, you can't do a traditional IRA. Married with your own 401k, the limit drops to 10k, which, you know, isn't really relevant most uh 90 probably 5% of Americans uh don't uh file single if they are married. Um, so that's not really an issue. So what's the incentive here? Like what's the intent of the IRS? Well, they want to limit the ability of people taking tax deductions. So they feel like, hey, if you have access to a 401k, you have the opportunity to put away say 19.5 or 26,000. We don't want to give you another incentive to put away six or 7,000 and get a greater deduction if you make too much money. If you make under that 76 or the 125 or even the 208, Okay, we'll let you do it potentially, but not if you make over. So that will force you to either do an after-tax IRA, which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, or the Roth IRA. Roth IRA have income limitation rules as well. If you're single and you make more than 140, you can't have an IRA, Roth IRA, can't make contributions. And this is for 2021. The 2020 numbers are quite similar. If you are married, file jointly, and you make more than the 208, guess what? Can't do a Roth IRA. Hmm. Kind of crappy, right? Probably heard about Roth IRAs. Everyone wants one, right? Shields tax. So long as you're over 59 and a half, the Roth's been open at least five years. Bang. It's tax-free. Sounds great. What can I do? Well, there's something called a backdoor Roth IRA. And the way the backdoor Roth IRA works is thanks to 2010 rule, which now allows conversions to be done without income limitations. We all can do backdoor Roth IRAs. Now, I just want to add one thing to the numbers. I mentioned the 2021 numbers for 2020, which is relevant. It's not 208, it's 206. And it's not the 140, it's the 139. Okay, so I just wanted to give you a heads up for uh, the Roth um, income. It's not 140208. It's actually, if you look at the 2020 numbers, it's the 124 and the 206. And uh, the same income limitations are reduced for uh, the traditional IRA. So I just want to be clear on that. Um, and if you're using tax software, uh, that will be in there. But it's a little bit lower for the 2020 taxable year. So we talked about pre-tax IRAs. If you have access to a 401k, you may not be able to deduct all of it and do a traditional IRA. You may be stuck in the after-tax or the Roth IRA world. If you make more than the Roth IRA income limitations for 2020, you may not be able to do a Roth IRA, but you'll be able to potentially do a backdoor Roth IRA, which is essentially what it sounds like. You make an after-tax IRA contribution, not a pre-tax, but you just open up traditional IRA, which is after-tax. You don't take the deduction on your return. You contribute the six or seven K. And then the next day you just convert it to Roth. And since it's after tax funds, simply converts to Roth without tax. And now you have a Roth IRA. Now before 2010, you weren't able to do the backdoor Roth IRA because there were income limitations for conversion. So if you made more than the Roth IRA income limitations, you wouldn't be able to convert. But we all remember what happened in 08, 09, financial crisis, IRS needed money. 
great way to accelerate cash is to let people do conversions. Even though the Roth is more beneficial to taxpayers in the long run, it actually is detrimental to the treasury because the more people in Roth IRAs, once they're over 59 and a half, not going to pay any tax, right? Fortunately, government is not as smart and they look to the present, not to the future. They're only worried about the next four years when they get elected, when they have to deal with budgets. So deductions aren't good because it lowers the amount of tax you pay, which hurts the budget and hurts the amount of money treasury has to spend. So even though a Roth IRA is detrimental to the long-term prospects for revenue growth for the treasury, it actually is better now because it is not a deductible IRA. So the current administration will have more money to spend, which is what they care about. So that's the IRA and the Roth IRA, which you have a little bit of time now to um, figure that out, open it up, make contributions, six or seven if you're over 50. Remember, you need earned income. You can piggyback off a spouse if you um, can. Unfortunately, you have to contribute cash. Cannot contribute cryptos. I've, I get this all the time. Can I contribute my Bitcoin, my Ethereum, my gold? Can't. It has to be cash. If you have not filed your final return for your business for 2020 and you're self-employed, okay, think either the SEP or the Solo 401k. SEP IRA is a pure profit sharing plan. So, so long as you haven't filed your final return, there's an extension out there on your business. You can set up a plan in 2021 for the 2020 taxable year. You are able to contribute 20 or 25% of your comp, 20% if you're a sole proprietor, single member LLC, that's based off Schedule C. And you are able to do 25% if you are W-2. Okay, so let's say you made 100,000 bucks, you can contribute 25% if you're a W-2, up to a max of 57K for 2020. The max is 58 for 2021. If you're a sole proprietor and made 40K, you can do 20% or eight. So you can still do that for the 2020 year in 2021, so long as you haven't filed your final return. Now, Solo 401k, the SECURE Act, back in December 2019, changed the rules. Before the SECURE Act, once the year passed, you were done. You were not able to establish a Solo K for 2021, let's say for the 2020 taxable year. But the SECURE Act changed all that. And now, like the SEP IRA, you can make contributions only profit sharing for the 2020 year in 2021, so long as your plan's been set up before the company filed its final return. Now, you cannot get the employee deferrals, right? You're probably saying, well, I want to do the 19.5 dollar for dollar or the 26 if I'm over 50. 20 or 25% is good, but it's not great, right? If I made 40K, sole proprietor, single member LLC, all I can do is 20% of 40, which is about eight. Man, I would love to do that 19.5. I got all this extra cash lying around. PPP, I'm rolling the money. I'd love to dump it into the plan. Unfortunately, you can do it for 2021, but you're not going to get the tax deduction for 2020. You're going to be limited to just that profit sharing. Too bad, but at least you can still do it. Before Secure Act, you weren't even able to do that. Okay, simple IRAs, unfortunately, need to be set up in the year in question, January to October. So that's kind of out of the question at this point. Um, to be eligible for a solo K, you just need to have some self-employment activity and have a U.S.-based business. Can't have any 
full-time employees over a thousand hours that are non-owners and non-spouses of owners. Okay, so just keep that in mind. SEP IRAs, a little bit different. No one, if someone's under 21, they don't count as an employee. If they haven't worked for you three of the last five years, they don't count as an employee. If they made more, less than 600 bucks in 2020, they don't count as an employee. Why is that important? If they're not an employee, you don't have to give them a match, right? So if you had a business and you hired 18-year-old kids for your ice cream store, they are not deemed employees for set purposes. So if you gave yourself 20% profit sharing contribution, you wouldn't have to do the same for them. Same applies to the solo K, just the eligibility rules are a little different. There's no three to five year rule. There is also um, a thousand hour requirement. So as long as they work under a thousand hours and are over 21, you're gonna have to give them benefits, which is essentially the profit sharing to um, uh, satisfy rules. Now, you, there may be some work around it on what type of profit sharing percentage they can, you can give them depending on their age, things like that. But just to keep things simple, you got to um, keep that in mind. If you have employees and you want to set up a, a SEP or a solo K um, for 2020 into 2021 taxable year, you want to make sure that you're providing your employees with all the legally required uh, benefits. If you're self-employed, then obviously super easy. It's just you. You don't have to worry about anyone else. So there you go. You still have some time to take advantage of the traditional IRA, the Roth, the backdoor Roth IRA, SEP IRA if you haven't filed a final return um, because it includes extension. Same with the solo K or even a regular 401k if you have um, employees. It just may not be able to safe harbor and you probably are just going to be able to do profit sharing. So those are your opportunities. Those are the best kept, I would say, IRA tax deadline tips, secrets. Um, Still some time. Obviously, the more you put in the retirement account, the better. Why? Grows without tax, deferred compounding interest, the eighth wonder of the world. Keep saying it. I'll say it again. Don't trust me. Trust Albert Einstein. He coined that term, not me. Um, So it's a nice little bonus if you got some extra cash lying around. As long as you have earned income, the money doesn't have to come from your salary, right? Let's say you made a hundred grand. You just have five grand lying around because you just sold your watch or sold your car. Like you can use those funds and you can get a gift. It doesn't have to come directly from the 100K. It can be from any source. You just need to have at least earned six or $7,000 in compensation, not passive income like rental income, Schedule E. It's got to be Schedule C or regular W-2 or 1099. It cannot be passive like capital gains, interest, dividends, royalties, or Social Security or disability. Okay. And again, also remember, if you have access to a 401K, the amount you can put into a traditional IRA may be limited. Same with if you want to do a Roth. If you make too much money, you may be limited, but you can always do the backdoor Roth IRA to get the six or seven thousand bucks of cash into the Roth. Uh, also, cash needs to be contributed, not assets. Um, there you go. It's not super complex. I've tried to keep it as simple as I could. I know the rules get a little bit cumbersome, especially the income limitations on IRA contributions, pre-tax, if you have access to a 401k and some of the Roth stuff, but Try to keep it simple. Um, great opportunity to get the extra little money into your retirement account. Obviously, you don't have to do the max. You can do 100 bucks, right? Just just get it going, right? Start, be consistent, trust the process. You do this a little bit each year, the next 20, 30, 40 years. I know it's, it's time. I know 
it takes time and I wish it could be done sooner, but the more you put in, the more time that passes, the more money you're going to have at retirement. It's just simple math and it works. So if I've convinced you to do anything, uh, you don't even have to go to a bank, right? You can do it online. You can do it with us. You can do it at IRA Financial. You can do it at Schwab, E-Trade, Fidelity. Go put in money. You have some time. Do it for 2020. If you missed the 2020 deadline, you're listening or watching this May 17th past, don't worry. Start in 2021, okay? It's never too late to start. Make up for lost time. Get going. Get yourself seven figures at wealth at retirement. We all can do it. Um, just need to be motivated and pushed and hopefully... That's what I'm doing. So there you go. Appreciate you guys listening on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you pick up your podcast. Thank you. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you as well. Don't forget to subscribe. Other than that, I uh, really appreciate all the support. Hopefully tax time isn't as painful um, this year. Uh, hopefully you got some nice deductions or you made a lot of money and you were savvy tax planner. Um, but um, it's always a crappy time for me. Um, so I usually have to owe tax. Uh, I haven't had refunds in a while, so it's always stressful. But making IRA contributions always make me a little bit happier, especially Roth. I always feel good about that because I know it's just free money in my pocket down the road. So there you go. Stay safe. Thanks for uh, watching. Thanks for listening. And talk to everyone again next week.